my name is Neil, and welcome to episode 3 of Corruption in Lebanon. If you haven't watched the past two episodes, I'd recommend you do so. So, uh, for strand 3, you get to analyze other advocacy campaigns. I researched three other advocacy campaigns, and they were all unique. I'll go through them one by one and show you what they stood for and other things about them. So for the first one, I researched an advocacy campaign called Earth Hours. Earth Hours uh, advocates for climate change. So you may be asking, whose problem is it? Well, it's everyone's problem. As we all live on Earth, we contribute to climate change in some way. So now it's our job to stop it. The problem occurs all over the world. So climate change has affected our world as a whole. So it takes everyone to fix it. So the problem is, is that uh, it's caused by greenhouse gases, carbon emissions, and other things that bring heat to the atmosphere. Greenhouse gases are basically gases in the atmosphere that trap heat. Since they say in the atmosphere, it increases the temperature of the earth. So you may be asking, why does that matter? So ice caps and mountain glaciers are melting, which is ruining habitats of animals. The earth's surface is warming up. There can also be extreme weather events, so it will be way hotter in summer and may not even be that cold in winter, even if you uh, live uh, in northern states. Uh, there's a lot of cold weather in the middle of summer, which is really surprising, but that's also a result of climate change. Sea levels will be rising because the ice will me melt and it will turn into water, which in turn raises sea levels. So, and finally, it makes animals migrate north because of the weather. In the north, there may not be food and the proper environment for them, and there are many more problems, but that's just a few. So to advocate, Earth Hours uses many different formats, uh, like such as social media, websites, and other things. So more specifically, they have a website which gives an overview of what they support and what they're trying to do. They have a hashtag called hashtag Earth Hour and encourage people to spread the word of climate change. They have a Twitter and other social media and seem to be quite active and have a lot of people following them. So they have a good following and it seems like they're going far with this. In my mind, I think this campaign will do good because they have a pretty good fan base. They're advocating something that's relevant to everyone. And then since climate change is such a big thing now, the campaign is pushing the importance of it. They also have a pretty simple task for an hour on Saturday, March 27th, from 8.30 to 9.30. You need to turn off any unneeded lights and electricity. So it's a pretty easy thing to do to lower uh, the chances of climate change. Overall, this campaign is pretty big and has the possibility of being even bigger. It already has 150 countries participating. There's also cons to this advocacy campaign. Um, it can fall short by not marketing enough. Like some advocacy campaigns have market too much and it becomes a problem in the eyesore, but this company's barely marketed. And that's I think that's one of their main problems. They also only have one day dedicated to climate change. So they don't get much traction unless it's on that day. And on their social media platforms, rather than uh, making their own like content to advocate, they retweet stuff from other Twitter accounts, which makes them like not seem like they're advocating, and rather they're just retweeting other people that they agree with. These things can result in like the advocacy campaign being forgotten. 
I definitely think they can improve on marketing and other things like that, and also making more of a difference in their um, social media platforms. Um, they, but they have a really good uh, reason to do so. Uh, they have a lot of people following them, so I really think they did well on that. So for my second advocacy campaign, it was time to wake up. Um, so their problem, like mine, is corruption in Lebanon. The company also focuses on corruption, but it's mainly in Lebanon since it started in there. So the, pro the problem res uh, is with uh, the inhabitants of Lebanon. Um, they have to deal with the corruption on a daily basis, so they're trying to advocate for them. The problem occurs in Lebanon, but it also occurs all over the world. Corruption is something that goes on everywhere, but they're advocating just for Lebanon, mainly. So the cause of the problem is basically since there's constant bribery on massive scales and lots of neotism and favoritism in Lebanon, so all these things add up and it makes Lebanon so uh, corrupt. And if you listen to episode one, I said that corruption is a cycle. And then this just proves it. Corruption is just becoming a cycle in Lebanon, which is making more of a problem. So the effect the problem's having is that um, the corruption in Lebanon is making uh, political costs like really big and it's rendering the fragile uh, relationship between citizens in the state more fragile. So let's take example of voting. Um, if the government changes the people's vote due to corruption, the public will lose faith in the government. These changes can affect families too. If a new leader that the public did not vote for and uh, starts making regulations, it could be disastrous for a family. Actually, since there's so much corruption in Lebanon, going on social media and gaining an audience has proven to be much better than finding a job uh, job in Lebanon. The average person in Lebanon makes very little. Overall, corruption is ruining families, especially financially. They have many formats, too, to advocate on. Um, they have three formats, specifically. Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Their Facebook doesn't seem very active. They don't have much content on there. They're not really um, doing much on there. But on the contrary, the Twitter was very active. They tweeted at the time of researching yesterday, and uh, they uh, have a moderate following, but it's not that large. Their YouTube also only has 72 subscribers, and uh, they don't post much, and they don't uh, post in English, they post in uh, the uh, language spoken in Lebanon primarily. So um, I think this advocate, uh, advocacy campaign can do well, because they have a lot of traction right now because of all the recent things that happened in Lebanon. Uh, they've been doing it since 1990, so they seem like they know what they've been doing. And if they can market themselves out there to Lebanon, it could be very be beneficial. Uh, and they have the funds for it, and that's one of the major things. Um, they have the money to like uh, for the advocacy campaign. This advocacy campaign also has some negatives. Um, their social media doesn't have that much of a following, and they don't market that much. Uh, I didn't even know this existed until uh, I re uh, searched up adv advocacy campaigns of corruption. Uh, also, they, uh, they will be quickly shut down by the government if it gets too big, as Lebanon is very corrupt. And they're not that big enough to be uh, a real different yet, sadly. So... I feel like they have a long way to go.
I believe this advocacy campaign can go far and they can improve on a couple things. For example, their uh, social media is very inactive. Uh, only their Twitter is the one that's active, but um, on the other ones, they're not so much. Um, they also, um, they have a lot of funding and been doing it for a long time. So I feel like that's what they did well. Um, they're also like bringing facts and like, other things like that to the to their websites so it shows that they know what they're doing so I thought that was done really well. So the last advocacy campaign I researched was Water is Life. Um, their problem is, is that nearly 1 billion people don't have safe drinkable water. Um, the people who don't have access to water it's their problem. Um, and it's something we need to fight for because water is a human right. And and that's unfair that some people only get to have it. Over 1 billion people don't have it, which is a huge problem. So the cause of the problem is that water is being wasted, like taking long showers, climate change, and pumps aren't getting made for people without water. It's hard to get clean, drinkable water when the pumps and irrigation systems are extremely dirty. So that's why many families don't get easy accessible water. So this problem is making people die. Um, you need water to live. So, um, and if you don't have an easy way to access it, they're gonna struggle. Um, there are many people struggling because they don't have an easy way to get water. They have many different formats of social media. They have Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. They have an okay Instagram following, but on Facebook, they have over 20,000 people following them. Their YouTube is kind of active, as they uploaded last month. They seem to have a good following. So um, this campaign, I think, can do really well because it's a big following, a good social media, and they have evidence that they're already doing well. On their website, they have many pictures of them going uh, to get water for people who don't have it. And on their website, they also have a, a account of how much liters of water they've given which is over 5 billion. They're doing something that benefits the whole world, so they have the power to go far. In my mind, um, I think in, they may fall short because while they are ha uh, having a big following, it's not that big and they have a long way to go. And it seems like they're being funded by some major company, so it could just be a ploy for money. Overall, these advocacy campaigns have shown that they have a lot of strength to make change and they should use their platform to make change in the world.